Headphones good? Yeah. What's up with the Moon Tribe? What about him? Do you guys part of a Moon Tribe? Uh, no. <laughs> Pretty sure. I want to join one, man. Moon Tribe? You mean, uh, yeah, they, like they do the full moon gathering parties? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My roommate is one of the coordinators. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah, I barely came across those. And uh, one of my buddies had always told me, like, I've always noticed that, like, on full moons when you go out, it, you know, it kind of... Yeah. More specifically, not just full moon, but like the solstice, like the winter solstice, summer solstice. Yeah. I always had good times going out on those nights, man. Yeah. And then I seen that they have like the moon tribes and stuff. I'm like, dude, that'd be down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's every full moon. It's usually somewhere in the Mojave. Yeah. I've never been to one. My roommate is one of the coordinators and he's a DJ, but I've never What happens? A lot of oh. drum, drum beating. No, it's a DJ setup and fucking party. So you just party on the full moon? Yeah. In the desert, all the way till sunrise. Past sunrise. Cool. So it's just a, it's every, but it's every. It's been going on for years and years, and it's like every full moon, and it moves around somewhere in the middle of the desert. Sounds fun. Fucking pop up desert party. Um. But yeah, anyway, I was saying, uh, I, I'm pretty sure the last time I did DMT, I downloaded it into a different system. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're sticking with that. Uh, it's. I, I don't know because I would. F- I feel like I'm there with you, so we couldn't have come together. I, I know, right? Unless you're a figment of my imagination in this reality. And then in my reality, you're a figment of my imagination. Yeah. That's true. Um, then how would that explain 60? Because he, re- he remembers the, the pre-DMT Rosh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Does he? I do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So then that's... Well, I tell you, man. That's I'm debunked. There's been like... <laughs> that was quick. Mythbusters. Yeah. <laughs> that was quick. quick. Um... There was a, there is like so much in my life aligning so perfectly and like my intuition keeps like taking me down exactly where I need to be and there's just like so much dope shit happening that it almost is making me a little uneasy. Like, oh, like it's got to be fake. <laughs> like it's like, wow, it just keeps Are you saying going like, in that direction. This is when the nuke is going to drop like right now, right? As you say that, like, boom, <laughs> that was a rush. That's, I just feel like at some point we're like we're gonna wake up at some arcade. <laughs> we're like, yeah, yeah you're just gonna take dope. off your team. Yeah, and then you're gonna be like, that was fucking dope. And I you're like believe. a like a really large white lady. Yeah, you were never a Rosh. Why specifically I'm some, large white lady? I'm like a I'm a little black guy. What if, yeah, what if I'm a little black guy? Okay. And you're a large white lady. I'll be the white lady. Uh-huh. That'd be weird. Do you like tacos? That was the game that we were playing. Yeah, no, seriously, it's like it's so much of the. So much of that, it keeps, I don't know. Because <laughs> we were just sitting in the car right now um, watching some crazy UFO talk. Mm-hmm. And that's how we prepare for an interview with 60E, sitting in the car, <laughs> watching half hour of crazy UFO shit on YouTube. So that's where my head's at right now. I know, man. But we need to talk about music? Yep. All right, I guess we should start the show. Yes. All right, well, don't flush the toilet. You are now tuned in to the Crappy Awesome Podcast. Welcome to another mildly confusing episode of the Crappy Awesome Podcast. We're your host, the Diego Brown Project. I am Mr. Arash, even though nobody calls me Mr. And with me is Kill C. Ray, even though we'll just call him Chris. Hey, yeah. We're, of course, brought to you by PlatformCollection.com. Make sure you go over there and check out all the amazing content that's on there. There's music videos and essays and essays and music videos and 
all kinds of videos that aren't music videos, uh, you'll get lost. You'll get lost for the next few days exploring that. And while you're there, you can check out our sibling podcasts, uh, other shows on the Platform Collection Network. The host of the first one of which happens to be in the room with us right now. I don't know if that oh, sounds made wow. sense. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I'm trying to figure out how to make that. I didn't even think about uh, that. Life on the Road with 60 East. Oh, I, sure, I sure hope we can What's yours? What's that like later? I'll try to do your shit. Yeah. The, the, car, even, the car speeding was, off. That was not even close. Yeah, that was wrong. That was, it was like wrong a wrong review. Wrong, that, that's why I don't do it. It was like, that's Chris's. There you go. I feel like whenever we come towards your place, we go on 60 West, by the way. Yeah. That's the secret. Your whole life is a lot. Nobody really knows. <laughs> is there even a 60 East? There's a 60 West out there somewhere yeah. without a career. Yeah. Hey, there is. I just came across the motherfuckers, dude. No way. There's a band. Yeah, they're a band from like East LA. Oh, no shit. That is Yeah, good. no, I, went, I checked all their shit out. I was like, oh, okay. Was it dope? I haven't checked their music out. Yeah, I just checked their yeah, online. Save, I was like, hey, if they got save. more more followers than I do, then I got, I got some work to do. <laughs> do they? <laughs> nah, okay. they're, they just, they're starting out. All right. Well. <laughs> We should we should definitely connect you guys. Fuck them. I wanted to know if there was like a sixty. We got we got West, beef. Like a dude named Sixty West. Sixty West. Yeah. I mean, how, he's gonna have a hard time finding traction. Man, what about two ten north? <laughs> yeah, he like always crossing you. Oh, oh. oh damn. <laughs> okay. Uh, really though, with cookbook. Yep. Uh, orchestrated, hosted by Noah James and Lisa J. Uh, we don't have a sound for that, huh? You do. Yeah. Mm, that sounds yeah, like a wolf. Um, <laughs> Status Escalate and Bars Weekly, both hosted by Kali. Kali. Proof of Life Radio is on hiatus. Kali. But it's coming back for sure, right? Don't call him Kali. <laughs> I'm just not going to address that. Kali. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the Ghetto Blaster Podcast, hosted by Ricochet. <laughs> Pretty fresh. Pretty fresh. Pretty fresh. Pretty. Hosted by Muds One. The Two Mix Hologram Podcast, of course. Mm-hmm. And the links to that are all over at platformcollection.com. Shout out to our sponsors, Stay Illuminated. For all your fresh gear and lifestyle needs, visit stayilluminated.com. Right now, you can receive free shipping on anything you order. Right. Anywhere, anywhere, anywhere Any service they provide. Ooh. Yeah, who knows? It's got to be on the list, though. Who? Mm. It's got to be deliverable uh, at, at Stay Illuminated. Oh, they can deliver. If you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> if, if you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, yeah. use the code CRAPPYAWESOME for free shipping right. on any order. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Platform Collection. That is one word all spelled out. And on Twitter at Platform Collect. Notion. With Notion. Uh, also, Burner Podcast, hosted by yours truly, covers the Burning Man community. That's over at BurnerPodcast.com. Uh, tell them about Stitcher and iTunes and all that. Yeah, if you're listening to this on Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, or Spreaker, Spreaker. go over to platformcollection.com. You can hear every episode all the way back to episode zero. Can you? Uninterrupted mm. excellence of podcast <laughs> execution. X. Extreme. We are the excellence of execution in podcasts. So 90s. So 90s. <laughs> the hit squad. <laughs> Um, yeah, guys, thank you so much. Anyway, 60 East is here, man. Hey. It's like an all-host show. Yeah. Who How many hosts host? can you fit into one room? Yo, man. What's good? Are you hosting now? Are you hosting? I'm back, dude. <laughs> Smoke one for your mans in the pen for your family. You ain't gonna see again. Smoke one just to get about your head. Roll it up, light it up, then pass it to a friend. Smoke one for your mans in the pen.
for your fam that you ain't gonna see again. Smoke one just to get about your head, roll it up, light it up, then pass it to a friend. Roll up and keep it in the circle. OG, the cookies of the purple. Live life fly when I'm high off the herbal. Hit the pipe all night, writing in my journal. Can't explain what the greenery mean to me. Hit the weed when I need a change of scenery. Been there for me, long as I remember. Change the game forever, turn my pain to pleasure. Caught me through the times, some of the hardest. And you keep me elevated, no need for a harness. Keep my eyes looking like the logo from Target. And I knew that I loved you the day that we started. Always there for me when I need to fix every hit. I swear I thank God for this gift. For the lost ones, no longer in the picture. I'll smoke one for you and pour a little lick. Hey, yo, smoke one for your mans in the pen, for your family. You ain't gonna see again. Smoke one just to get about your head. Roll it up, light it up, then pass it to a friend. Smoke one for your mans in the pen, for your family. You ain't gonna see again. Smoke one just to get about your head. Roll it up, light it up, then pass it to a friend. Hey, yo, smoke one and pass it to your girl. Later, change your mind, framing how you view the world. Hop in the crowd, smoke a L of the loud gang star. Been living up above the clouds. We all about we. We don't need no enemies. I'm all about peace, love, and good energy. Way the weed makes me feel so heavenly. Gets me through the day. My form of therapy. Smoke one, be easy, no need to be hard. And I love to get high when I ride in the car. It's like God's fruit when I got in this jar. One hit and the stars don't seem so far. Putting trees in the breeze tends to ease the pain. Since my first time, life never seemed the same. Puffing on lie just to freeze the frame and see time go by with Mary Jane. Yo, smoke one for your mans in the pen, for your family. You ain't gonna see again. Smoke one just to get about your head. Roll it up, light it up, then pass it to a friend. Smoke one for your mans in the pen, for your family. You ain't gonna see again. Smoke one just to get about your head. Roll it up, light it up, then pass it to a friend. Dude, um, last I saw you, you were running around at your first festival, right? Going absolutely nuts. I seen you running from stage. You're performing on stage. Now you're hosting something. Then you're taking hamburgers to people, <laughs> frying hot dogs. Like it's crazy. Hamburgers sound good right now. You need to talk to us a little bit about this fest, because first of all, it was amazing. Mm. It was a really dope event. Um, but I can tell you, as me and Eddie rolled up to the event, right. we we're like, at what point do you feel like the wheels will start to fall off? <laughs> because these events, that's just what happens at yeah. these events. There's like, no it gets event. wild. Yeah. Somebody doesn't show up. Somebody shows up. It's crazy. So talk to us a little bit about the festival and how that came to came together this is your first one by the way yeah first annual because i told a shitload of people it was oh first yeah annual. yeah for okay. sure for sure okay um i mean i've always wanted to throw a festival i've always liked throwing events whether it's just like a local show uh i've always just like event organizing like being able to be like oh i want this there i want this there like yeah 
that's something I've always liked doing. So like, um, I think pay dues was one of the things that like, okay, like that, that was like really the inspiration. Yeah. One of the f- festivals, you know? And ever since then, like I became just like a festival junkie. Like I like just, if I'm not, even if I'm not on the bill, like I'll go to a lot of different festivals just to see like the different things they have to offer, um, whatever, whatever. So it's always been on my bucket list of things I wanted to do was to throw a festival. And uh, I mean, last year the opportunity just came up finally and, you know, just made it happen. Can you, can you talk? I don't know if you can talk. talk well, just tell me uh, on how much something like that costs. Just me, no, nobody else. Uh, it was roughly like around ten grand. Yeah, yeah. And like, luckily, I was able to find um, partners. Yeah, I found like a sponsorship. That I mean, just people that I've been working with. Yeah, and uh, they believed in me every time. Like they've invested in me and like something that I believed in. I've always made a lot of money back yeah. for them. So I was like, hey, you know. Let's do something bigger. Like I have time right now. I had just got back from um, from touring in Europe, and like I was just kind of like, eh, I'm kind of over touring at the moment. Like I need something else. Like something that's not fulfilling me at the moment. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna throw the show. And every day I was like, it was on it. So it was like, all right, this is like feeding the soul, man. So I mean, I just went all in. Yeah. What was the hardest part? Looking back now, dealing with all the fucking rappers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, dude, that is hard. You've My been bad. you've been on that that side a few times in smaller <laughs> in smaller events. How was it being on that side? Because you were simultaneously performing and yeah, I don't think I'll ever do that again. And production running, like so, were the artists? Did you feel different dealing with the artist as a promoter slash you know concert builder than you do with? As an artist, like, did you feel different? Was it visibly different? The day of, yeah, just because, like, I don't think anybody knew leading up to the event because I was, like, using different emails. Like, I was using the festival email, right. and I wouldn't say it's, like, oh, it's 60 that you're dealing with. Yeah, so yeah. I could be a bigger asshole, you know? I could, yeah. be, like, <laughs> I could be whoever I'm pretending to be and just be like, all right, look, you need to be here at this time. If you're not here, we're skipping you and you yeah, yeah. whatever. And, well, like, you just gave it away on the show. <laughs> Well, you know, hey, I, now you know, now you know. But no, I mean, I did have like other people that do other things. But um, as far as the rappers go, you know, it was just like I could be not 60 because, yeah. of course, us, we have a certain relationship. Yeah. But as the festival goes, like, yo, the festival and you have no relationship. So that's who you're dealing with. You're yeah. not dealing with me. But the day of the show, that was kind of like, OK, it's 60 you're dealing with and you yeah. got to settle up with and all that. So, um. I, it was cool. I mean, the day of, like, the, not, luckily, not too much stuff went wrong, so I was able to to maneuver. But the whole performing and doing that, like, I just, I learned a lot of things that yeah. I put too much on my shoulders, honestly, that day. And really? I, I think you, people could see it. <laughs> I mean, but you rocked it. Like, you did, a, you had a great performance. Did you not like it? Performance? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like my performance oh, at all. Okay. Like, and on top of that, there, there was just so many things that led up to the show bad things you know like i had caught i got some legal trouble and mm-hmm. like in july of the fe- before the festival my laptop my cell phone all my electronics got confiscated yeah so like all my contacts all my contracts all Wow. My network, everything was gone. So yeah. I was like, yo, I had to like literally start from scratch and like start building up my vendor contacts, my uh, artist contacts, my everything contacts. Just everything was gone. Wow. So I had to start from scratch. This and is how, how long before the festival? Two months. Ooh. So oh, wow. I was already like in the middle of, luckily like all the contracts, like all the headliners, most of that stuff was already settled up. But like I had certain things I wanted to do that I had the contacts for on my phone. 
and I couldn't do them on this show just because I didn't have my access to none of my stuff. Yeah. So that was one of the things. Oh, I was just like one disaster after another. This the car club canceled. The fucking sneaker people canceled. Oh wow! The week of, and it's just like, dude, like you couldn't let us know at least a couple weeks. We could have filled in, you know, you, that space. That's why, like, there was a that big empty space in the back of the show. Oh, that was supposed to be a car club. Yeah, that was a car club oh. that canceled on us the day of, the morning of. I was like, where are you guys at? And they're like, we're not gonna be able to make it. What was, was the like, reason? Did they have a reason? Just bullshit. Wow. Same thing with the sneaker people. They just never even contacted me back. Like that Monday, he was like, yo, we're good. We're good to go. And they had reserved like 10 booths. Fuck. So morning, morning of nothing. Yeah. Is wow. that a lesson learned? Yeah. And all, yeah, yeah. all these assholes are getting contracts yeah. next time. You know, if, yeah. even if it's not performers. I mean, all the vendors had contracts, but just that guy, I didn't have contracts with because he was Oof. like, he was really professional. Though I had reached out to him just because I had heard the name, his company. I'm not going to throw him under the bus like that, not yet at least, but <laughs> I, I had trusted him basically just because I know the kind of business he does. And all. he was like, yo, just save me 10 spaces. We'll settle up the week of or whatever, and it'll be all good. And right. It wasn't. Wow. Wow. <sighs> okay, so. So weird. It go, like looking what what was like the major lesson like if you're like for sure this will change next time i mean just uh being underprepared i needed a bigger team like i just depended uh, so much on my homies yeah, and yeah myself yeah and like at the end of the day i was like i couldn't ask any more of the homies that had helped me out already because like the end of the, at the end of the event, we still had to tear down everything, clean everything oh, up, do wow. all of that. Wow. And it's like my homies, I could just look at it in their face and like, dude, we're fucking tired. And like, dude, uh, I can <laughs> tell for people who didn't go, like we're talking like stage with scaffolding. Like it's like it was a big stage. Yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah, for sure. You brought in lights and like there's, I mean, just a breakdown of the stage alone had to yeah. be crazy. Yeah. Luckily that wasn't yeah. on us. Yeah, that was yeah, on yeah. the stage, guys. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Okay, so... Now, you've been vocal about this. Uh, in fact, I saw you put it on Facebook the other day. You're like, I'm going to be at home for a while. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, can you talk about any of that? Yeah. I um, mean, okay, so tell people why you're going to be home. Well, I'm on house arrest yeah. at the moment. I had, like I said, in July, I had caught, I had got arrested, okay? Mm -hmm. And um, they had confiscated all my stuff, whatever, whatever. The irony of that, the, the whole case got dismissed. What we got arrested for, all that, everything got dismissed. But when I was in jail, they were like, yo, you got these warrants that from like five years ago that you've never taken care of out in San Bernardino. So they're like, you got to go to court next week. So I go to court and they ended up giving me house. Or Well, this was before the festival. So they ended up giving me like a community service or whatever. Or it was supposed to be house arrest, but I took community service so I could do the festival. If not, yeah. I would have had to work and all that shit or whatever. Yeah. So the two weeks leading up to the festival, I was on the freeway cleaning the fucking freeways and shit. Oh, and shit. And then uh, the Monday after the festival, I go, I went and signed up for house arrest. So now I'm on house arrest till December. Wow. And it sucks because after the show, like, a lot of people were hitting me up to perform. Or like, right, right, yo, right. you down to open for this. You down to go uh -huh. on this tour. You down to do this. And I'm like, I can't do shit for the next three months, man. So, uh, so how are you? How are you spending your time? Uh, I mean, because you're working, you're like man. <laughs> you're like a type A person. Like you, you definitely always have things going on. You yeah. know, you're always in charge of some kind of thing. Have you found a way to put all that on? Like, is what's on hold? 
is there anything on hold? Because it still seems like you're active as fuck. Well, it's like after the show. Um, I mean, I, I one of these lessons that I learned from one of these books. It was like after you finish a certain journey or mm-hmm. a certain uh, uh, not program, a certain uh, some project, certain uh-huh. project that you're working on. You know, you kind of have that emptiness. You know, I always noticed it when I got back from tour. I was always kind of like the week or so or two weeks after tour. I'm like, what do I do with myself? Like, I'm so used to everything already being like, it's just kind of like hard to deal with. So then after this festival, I just felt myself like kind of like, damn, I don't have to respond to 100 rappers today. I don't have to respond to fucking 100 vendors today or whatever. It just kind of had this emptiness and this gap that wasn't fulfilling me. So I was like, oh, I'll have more time writing. And I was just kind of like lacking the inspiration just because, I mean, being locked down and fucking, I had quit smoking weed. And like, I just had a drainage of uh, of inspiration. I wouldn't even say writer's block. I just wasn't inspired, you know? Yeah. So um, I tried to, I mean, you know, I started getting out of that because smoking weed again got me back to writing uh, on top of that. But um, luckily I'm not at home all fucking day. They gave me like to... I from like nine to like seven o'clock. Right, to take care of responsibility. Yeah, for Monday through Friday at least. Wait, so smoking weed? Like, did why when you stopped smoking? Did you experience um, like any kind of uh, like did like what do you call it? Like withdrawals or anything? Did you find yourself hitting any withdrawals? Like, did your did your mood dip? Like, are you not, were you, like, not finding yourself happy much? Because I'm always interested about that because I hear some people have, like, really bad withdrawals. I, I definitely had some form of it, but I'm wondering if you did. Because you're a lifelong smoker almost, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yay and nay. Like, I'd always, like, try to stop smoking weed, and then, like, I'd go, like, a day, and I'd be like, no, I'd have to smoke. <laughs> like, that, that was, I'd have super withdrawals, but this time... It was just, like, the Sunday after the show, I was just like, dude, I'm done. Like, I had smoked, and I was like, man, I'm tired of this shit. Like, yeah. I just want to be cool for a minute. So, like, week one, I just had a constant headache. Like, the whole week, I had a headache. Oh, week two, yeah. it started going away. And then, like, around, like, the month point hit. Like, there was, like, maybe, like, a day or so before the month hit. And I just had the meanest headache, man. I just, like, I was like, dude, this shit is not going away. So, I was yeah. like, fuck it, I'm going to try and smoke. And I smoked. And the fucking headache disappeared, and I was like, "Man, this—that's what it was," you know. <laughs> and uh, I had noticed because I'm like super uh, all over the place. Yeah. Like uh, I have like ADD. Like I always have to be like super moving around. Yeah. Unless I smoke, then I can sit down and focus on one thing. Yeah. So I noticed that because I'd be trying to write like sober, and it's like, no, this is not clean. I gotta go clean that or this. Like yeah. I just found myself running around, and then I, as soon as I started smoking again, it was like, oh, dude, I could sit here and vibe out on this beat and just like collect calm and collect myself you know yeah but i didn't have that when i wasn't smoking i'm i'm like right now i'm like i switched to for like a week i've switched to like a vape right and i've never been into it i've always liked flowers um but i switched to a vape and uh i'm experiencing like i noticed driving up right like i i, t- I took a hit before i left the house um and as i as i'm coming up to la I was like, oh, I feel good. My mind is like definitely experiencing the weed because um, for me, it's the same thing. Like I got to kind of smoke or I, I realized this the other day. I just don't like the internal dialogue constantly going. Yeah. And so I can stop it really quick with weed <laughs> yeah. because I'll just stake on one thing. I'll be like, oh, I'm just going to completely and it helps me finish it. Right. Um, and. But I also realized, one, 
and this is something you could probably uh, relate to a little bit, Rosh. Like, um, I'm still addicted to the smoking feeling, mm. right? So the vape isn't taking care of that at all. In fact, it's it's. I always feel a little cheated. Like I take it and I don't have that. Yeah. You know the feeling, the puff of the puff and the smoke <laughs> just comes into your lungs and you're it's just part like, of the ritual. Fuck yeah, yeah. it feels yeah. amazing. Um, and I guess because it's a higher concentrate too, like it's very. Um, like Arash has tried it. It's very like uh, I feel like they really fine tune it in vapes. You know, like they'll take out like the body high. They'll just you'll just have just the mental part. And up until recently, I thought I didn't like the body high. In fact, I like I've had bad experiences with the body high. I don't like the body high. I was like, I just need to find a weed that just is just head high. And now that I find it. It's the body high, man. Yeah. <laughs> like I really, I really, really miss it. And now I realized what it was doing for me. Like I can feel, I feel like all tied around my neck and shit. And when I was smoking weed, that would just go away normally. Like when I get the body high. So now I'm kind of stuck because I'm like, fuck, man. One, honestly, I was doing it more for, um, unlike all you motherfuckers who live around here with seshes like every single day, <laughs> like. I'm trying to save money. Like, yeah. that shit gets expensive as fuck. Like, I, I, that was a thing I had to check myself. I was like, damn, my free weed days have cut off quite a bit. Like, <laughs> because you're not up here hanging yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, because I'm yeah. not up here quite a bit anymore. Because when you're hanging around a bunch of rappers at some point. Oh, yeah, it's just everywhere. Like I said, like at a sesh, yeah. like people are just like, here, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and my tolerance weed. is going up. So I can't just smoke light. Because it's it was like it started to turn into just like a cigarette feeling. Like I'm just I'm just blowing smoke. I'm not like yeah. really getting high at all. Yeah. And so I was just like, well, I'm just gonna get vape and save money. But it, it really doesn't translate, man. For for anybody who vapes, by the way, if you completely disagree with me, let me know. Cause I'm looking for that strain. I'm looking for the strain on the vape that feels the closest to me smoking a joint. And from what I've heard so far, everybody tells me, like, dude, you're not gonna it's a different thing. I don't. So if it is, then I can't smoke it. Like I like, I like the weed part. You know what I mean? Like I also feel like, okay, like on a spiritual side, I feel like the weed and the plant carries a lot of energy in it. And I think if you just squeeze that all out and just try to get the essence of the plant, I don't think that's shit. Like I don't think my vape has any spiritual essence. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really do. Like, I don't feel like, I, how? Yeah. Like, that's not the, like, the plant is the... It loses it in the process. Right. I mean, <laughs> if, if you believe that the plant, like, I've smoked yeah. that same strains from different people, and some will be whack as fuck because they didn't take care of their plants. They didn't really put any love in that yeah, shit, right? right, right. So... I've definitely experienced that with mushrooms. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. There's like, where... Because, well, because there's a difference between, like, taking a psychoactive substance that yeah. is like synthetic and synthetic basically means that it was created in a lab right 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 so like mescaline for example like there's like there's like the cactus juice that you can drink yeah and it's a whole different experience than when you have a synthetic mescaline pill which right. is like they took the active ingredients in the cactus and they created a pill yeah for you to ingest yeah and i i mean with vaping i mean that's what we're doing right it's just a trichomes yeah. and then it's they the break shortcut it down to and... the to the active ingredient whereas with the yeah that completely makes sense to me whereas like the actual it, flower, it does uh, yeah okay yeah 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 i thought no, it was whereas, whereas like the actual <laughs> flower actually it is connected you're right too it is a living thing we know this from like a when you 
when you kill an animal humanely and they've led a good life, they taste better. They taste different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stress makes the meat um, taste And I've experienced it like mushrooms. Like, I... I People whom I've known who have like really poured a lot of love into it and have the right energy when they're making creating the mushrooms, you consume that mushroom and it has a different energy than like the ones that we ended up picking I up mean, from some I'm, random person. I definitely believe that. Yeah. I, I definitely believe that. You consume the energy of everything you put into your body, energy in, energy out. Yeah, like why weed would be void of it. Yeah. But like a steak isn't. Yeah. Like that doesn't make sense to me. You know what I mean? That's like true. you grow weed, you grow steaks. That's what we're doing. It's growing steaks. And let me tell you something, by the way. That this just this topic right here. Yeah. This was one of the multi multiple different angles I used to like focus on my own weight loss mm-hmm. and like get healthier. Like instead of looking at it in terms of I gotta cut out this thing, no more saturated fats. No yeah, more. yeah. Like I, I mean, I, I do pay attention to that. Yeah. But a part of it is also like I'm writing and journaling regularly. It's about the energy, that you right? Put right. In your Putting in the best energy right. system, so I can output yeah. the best energy, yeah. and focus on living a better life. It's not I mean, like it makes sense. Yeah. What do you think, sixty? That's true, man. I've been seeing like I know a lot of growers, and I've been noticing like some of the dudes that are into like the spiritual stuff. Yeah. Like they'll be blessing the plants. They'll be like XP. All, all, yeah, no, ex- XP, that's yeah. exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Yeah, I, I, I smoke. No, no, I smoke XP shit. So XP has a spiritual. I don't know what. I don't want to butcher it. There's somebody who comes in and blesses his plants That's the whole dope. time. Like they meditate around the plants. Like dope. he's super into it. Um, and he he feels like the future of it is going to make that a premium. And I kind of agree. As people start to kind of figure this out more, yep. like if someone just figured that out, right? right. What you said, Arash. Like, hey, guess what? Everything has energy when you eat it. Like, even though we mostly know that's true, mm-hmm. it's people still kind of think it's like hocus pocus or right, something. Right. But if we can just prove that, then what he's saying is absolutely true. Because if you can find someone who has, like, great energy and they're pouring their energy into these plants all day, yeah, you're probably smoking a more energetic plant, right, right in right. theory. And that's where that's where that's what his whole business plan is based around. That's dope. Yeah, he's, and he's finding that's success. Super that's yeah. super dope. Yeah, it's it's... The energy. You ever um, have this experience where, like, we know this already. We've experienced this a lot. Where you meet somebody and immediately their energy feels good. Yeah, they don't have to yeah. say anything. They're mm-hmm. just standing there, literally yep. just standing in front of you. That's how I know it's real. Yeah, because yeah. I've I've met the opposite too. Yeah, and the that, energy's already yeah, dark. and you're like dude, that wh- fool is whack. <laughs> like, dude, what about have you experienced anybody where you just feel like there's nothing there? Couple times, and that's scarier. Yeah, yeah. that's weird. Like they don't feel anything really. Yeah, yeah. like and they're like they're doing. And I've I've had a couple of people in my life like this. Like they're, they're doing all the right human. things. Yeah, yeah. They're acting human. They're doing all the best things, but it's aliens, almost like bro. the thing. It's almost like the soul didn't quite that's the download. Alien, bro. That's, that's the, the alien. alien, dog. I think when you meet those people, that's the alien. They want your soul because they don't have one. Oh no! I want my soul. The gingers. Yeah. The, oh yeah. Gingers, yeah, and yeah. Bonnie Blue. Yeah, gingers yeah. and Bonnie Blue. Uh, aliens and Bonnie Blue <laughs> want your soul. That's terrifying, dude. Okay, wait. So, December, you come off of house arrest. Yeah. Are you going to? Where are you musically? Well, how long has it been since you dropped an official project? The last project I dropped was. I think in July, maybe like right before July. Yeah, but so right before all that stuff it's happened. Not that long. No, I mean it's just. But you've been like, working on that project for a while, right? Yeah. Yeah. Probably like for the six months prior to that. Yeah. 
And um, yeah, so the the Freeway series is just a series that I'm trying to be consistent with in between albums and stuff like that. So I dropped the second Freeway series with Phil, and with those, it's basically like five six song EPs, and then I release like three videos just to keep you know just to keep releasing yeah. stuff. And um, I, I'd have the second video out already if Wacko wasn't such a lagger. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Wacko Shout Films, to Wacko. and we know you just released the movie, so you know he, I'm being patient with him, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I just got back from tour, and then, you know, I started working on the festival. We released the project. I released the first video. We did the festival, and then, you know, now I'm just, you know, waiting for the second video to come. Drop that. I got two more videos off that project, and then I'm going to drop an album, like, the beginning of the year. And then you're going to tour for that? Yeah, I'm already set to go back to Europe in February. Wow. Right, right after, uh, Valentine's Day. That's awesome, dude. Oh, February 15th, I'm out. We're yeah. in Europe. Uh, I don't have all the dates yet, but we're starting in the Netherlands. We got like a date with uh, Bone Thugs or uh, That's tight. West Side Connect. One of them are going to be out there. We're opening up for them. And then last year I did the Winter Clash. No, this year I did the Winter Clash Festival. I'm going to be doing that again. And uh, that's only two dates that we have so far. So that's we're still awesome, building though. off of that. And do uh, <clears throat> you feel like... Like, how long before you're in the studio recording a whole new... Like, is that, like, a process for you? Do you feel like you have to work up to that? Yeah. Like, when did I that mean, happen? When you're like, yo, I got to go record another album. Yeah, I mean, well, the thing that happened with Phil, I mean, my boy Phil that we talked about on the mm-hmm. last podcast, he had just moved from Boston and he was staying at my crib. So we were he, he's my main producer and yeah. we were just knocking out music every day to the point where we had, like, 60, 70 songs, like, ready to go. So our plan was to release a couple uh, freeway series, and then we just had, like, so much material that was like, yo, all this really flows together. So instead of releasing, like, a longer EP, we're just like, fuck it, make it like a 10-song album. Yeah. So that's what's going to come out next, and then I still have leftover songs with him. Wow. I got projects. I've been working on a... uh, like a mini album with uh, Ariano. Uh, I got oh, some that's shit. really dope. Shout out to Ariano. I got some shit with Curtis King coming out. Another pro- little EP. Um, another project with Omega. And it's just like so many different projects I'm working on, man. And it's I haven't really put a thing to the side and been like, okay, this is all going to be for my album. Oh, so okay. I'm just, it's going to be... Yeah, like the construction phase. Yeah, it's just yeah. going to be like a free wave series with Curtis. Uh, me and Ariano's, it's like an alternative project. So it's yeah. going to be something com- completely different. That's awesome. Uh, another freeway series with Omega, and then yeah, I mean, the, I have a whole list of things I don't want to do for my next album. Like, oh, I want a hook from this guy, I want a beat from this guy, yeah, I want a feature yeah. from this guy, and I don't want to do nothing until that I, I make that happen. Yeah, till you run down the list. Yeah. Okay, so let me ask you this: like, now, I mean, how many projects have you released total? Do you know off the top of your head? That I consider, yeah. Um, like four or five. Okay. And so. prior to that, you know, I had a bunch of mixtapes and right, shit, but right, I, right. I just like, I tried to delete all that stuff from online. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want people like seeing all that How dare shit. You, sir. Yeah. And I, I mean, I used to go by another name up until like 2012 anyway. Yeah. So I had a bunch of music under a different name. Yeah. But um, yeah, under, but four, under 60. Four projects, four or five? Yeah, something like that. Okay. So at this point in your career, are you, because you've had, you're one of those artists who every year, Put something down that's consistent, and I'm not talking about just your body of work musically. I'm talking about your body of work as a business person, as a yeah. promoter. Every year, it seems like you have like this goal to put down a new thing that you've never done, and it's always a big deal. 
last uh, was it earlier this year? Was your earlier this year or last year? I did two tours. Yeah, the yeah. Last time we talked was July of last year. I and did. Then a, you did another I did a one. summer tour. Yeah. Last year, and then I did a, a winter tour right. beginning of this year. And I know solo, that, that solo. was a big deal. That yeah. was something you had you had said you were going to do. You were you were chasing it. Then you did the festival. You're going to go back to Europe. What's next on the list of like, yo? I need to I need to accomplish this thing. I'm trying to uh, trying to hit a different part of the world. Like yeah. this year, I, it's looking like Japan or oh, possibly dope. South America. It's crazy because yeah. I had dropped a um, a single with my homie Confidence from uh, from Boston, mm-hmm. and uh, it was the What I'm Saying video. And one of my fans had put uh, "Who said Mexicans can't rap?" like on the video and posted it on Facebook. Yeah, and it it went like it it did really good. Like as of right now, it's like at six hundred thousand plays. Yeah, five thousand shares. Like uh, it just got crazy you traffic. You got memed, bro. Yeah, I got memed, memed pretty, pretty uh, much, <laughs> man. But like ever since then, like that was one of the things that really set me off last year this this happened in november of last year and i just see my numbers go crazy like the, my followers like in on south Facebook. america yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. mexico brazil like all these countries all yeah. these spanish-speaking countries because like it did its thing in the states and then it worked like its way to mexico and then from there it went it kept going south yeah. and then i just started seeing all these spanish-speaking fans like hitting me up messaging Bro. me like yo from shout out from chile shout out from portugal shout out to fucking wherever so i started like Okay, like now I'm starting to uh, notice that my audience is big out there eat to the point where a lot of my marketing on my Facebook page now is in Spanish because uh. a lot of my fucking a lot of my followers speak Spanish. So I had to start like typing shit in Spanish and um I'm just seeing the demand out there is crazy, especially like Mexico City. Um Is that a weird is like that, that a weird thing at this point in your career to be like now you're like the Latin community abroad is starting to pay attention to you? Like, did you did you feel like they weren't like? How were you going to reach them? Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, when I seen it happen, I was like, man, you're an idiot. You should have been promoting them fucking <laughs> fucking years ago, you yeah. know. And then like, I seen it happen, and I was like, oh, they love hip hop out there too. They yeah. love hip hop further than there. And then Europe especially made me uh, notice that. And um, coming back with like a fan base out there, like I was having this conversation with Kali because he mm-hmm. was asking me like where, like, certain followers are coming from. Yeah. And it was crazy because, like, now I, I could release a video and off top it'll be in 20 different countries just because I've performed in 20 different countries yeah. and I have, like, five followers here, five followers there. Yeah. But as soon as I drop a video, they're sharing that shit in France. They're sharing it in the Netherlands. They're sharing it in Denmark. That's dope. Sharing it in Czech Republic, Germany, fucking Mexico, fucking Brazil, and it's like, oh, okay, now it's starting to make sense how people got, like, people get so big out there in other places because, I mean, as soon as you drop those seeds there, you know, they, they grow. I also feel like they're not as, um, what do you call it, like, uh... Arrogant? As maybe. American assholes are? <laughs> I mean, maybe. But, yeah, like, they're, they will share. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I see that a lot more... Like from overseas fans. Another mean, thing, dude. They'll like they'll sh- <laughs> like if you tell. There's like, a share button, <laughs> dude. Check out the crappy awesome comments that we get on platform collection. Right. It's always people from overseas. It's rarely dude, people from here. Dude, right, another right, thing right. that I noticed, as far as like that helped my growth was like I went through my Facebook and I would see it because like we have like a hundred mutual friends. Yeah, we yeah, have a yeah. hundred mutual friends because we're all in the music community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I started deleting all these motherfuckers. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I, all, you, you're a rapper? Delete. You're what? Delete. Yeah, yeah, delete. Yeah, yeah. 
everybody that does music for the most part that's not like yeah. a direct friend. I deleted him for my for my Facebook and stuff like that. Me. No, no, no. <laughs> but like now, I mean, that's where a What's lot the of artists behind it. A lot of artists are fucking up because they're trying to promote to other creators. Other creators and right. if your fucking timeline is flooded with creators, there's no fans there. Right. So what I did, I took all the creators off my timeline. Yeah, circle jerk. For for most of the people on my timeline, I'm the only creator they follow. That's dope. so it's kind of like you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I just seen a lot of my traffic grow like that, especially because all the algorithms that are constantly changing with Instagram, Facebook, yeah. all that shit. Like, these rappers, these other people that are trying to promote their own shit, they're not going to promote your shit, so there's no point for them to even be there. Right, right, right. Let me ask you this. So give some give some people, like, some helpful... Because you, you 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 hinted on this, and I, and I know you follow this a lot, like, the changing... Um, like the changing atmosphere of social media, how it's constantly changing. You've always been on top of it, though. What are you seeing right now that you think maybe people aren't that aware of or they should be paying attention to? Facebook's being cock blockers. Yeah. Like, they're the biggest cock blockers there is. There actually was an article, I think I read it this week, that uh, they're trying it in um, certain countries. They're already trying this algorithm, but all the like pages... They're not gonna reach like nobody no more. Like right. they already unless you pay, right? They they already yeah. reach like ten percent of people, and they're trying to cut that completely. They're like if you have a like page, if you want to reach anybody, you're gonna have to pay. Yeah, because uh -huh. Facebook is a fucking business. Yeah, and they they that organic, they don't want that shit to happen anymore because yeah. so many people they blew lost up. A lot of money. People yeah. blew up like when social media first dropped. Instagram, Facebook, these that's where people are becoming stars because there was no fucking filter. Like you could post a picture and the thousand people that follow you are gonna see it. Yeah. And like now it's just like you're yeah. lucky if like a hundred people see it. Yeah. That's so crazy. I, I talked to people about the cause you remember maybe like three, four months ago, um, nah, maybe even longer than that, when we were actively having conversations about like Facebook's over. Yeah. Right? And then they turned it around. Yeah. By their advertising, like they found a way, if you, because you can literally buy your way into the top of Facebook now. Like it's like legitimately, there's a price to that. There's literally yeah. a price attached to that. If you could pay that, basically, it reflects reality more. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and so it's it's uh, it's interesting because in a lot of ways, at least people I know in the music business for sure, people ran back to Facebook because advertising costs were so low. They still are low, by the way. Yeah. By the way, everything 60 is saying is 100% true. One of the things you need to remember though right now, and this is something that I've definitely been trying to keep a track of, right now in a time where like getting social presence is, is almost a paid for thing all the time. If you can find it cheap, right? Like people are saying Snap. Uh, Snapchat's dead, right? Mm -hmm. So that means their advertising is super cheap. Yeah. So you should put some thought into that. Like, try to put some thought into that. People will buy billboards when they're cheap. Like, a, big businesses buy billboards when they're cheap because it's not an effective thing. Mm -hmm. However, it's still an implant of your brand. Yeah, it's still fucking uh, billboards. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like if we could pay people to, like, if you could just pay a bunch of people to go put a bunch of you know, here's all your social media on a piece of paper and you can right. put a million of those somewhere. Right. Even though that's not a billboard or seen as a high thing, it still has the same effect. Mm -hmm. So if you can buy, like right now, everything but really United States Facebook ads are cheap as fuck. You could buy your way into South America right now 
crazy if oh, you know how to oh that's why i had that note in my to-do list <laughs> no no seriously I had, yeah. I had a note in there about like promoting burner podcast to cape town yeah and i think it's pro- from a previous conversation we had on this show and it's i forgot so why cheap. i made that note and i wrote in my note i'm like why the fuck am i gonna promote cape town but i just remembered right now that's why i want to do that yeah because it's it's uh, they based their prices on yeah. active users but here's the thing so if you're an artist like we are i'm telling you if i can pay advertising money in South America and it gets me 10,000 people but 10,000 people that are actually paying attention yeah. and it's cheap that's a way you got to put some thought yeah, in that's it. a deal you know <laughs> like right now Twitter's expensive Instagram is getting there Facebook's super cheap Snapchat's very cheap both of those both of those and YouTube's algorithm hasn't caught up so you can still exploit YouTube at a small level but if you can buy those up Buy up all those little billboards. Yeah. You know, they're just little tiny billboards. That shit is becoming way more powerful. And it's interesting because you're one of those dudes who's always been a DIY person. You've, but you've never made it a secret that you study the trades. Like you study the shit is business, the numbers, bro. All that shit. You know shit. what I mean? That's where I feel like a lot of uh, up and coming artists fuck up because they don't realize it's a business. They think the music's going to sell itself. Yeah. And it's like, no, the reason. You want to get signed to a label is because they have ten motherfuckers that know how to do all this shit. They know how to do ads. They know how to yeah. do YouTube ads. They know how to do product placement on all these websites and stuff like that. And I feel like if I never like did had any training in advertising or marketing, I wouldn't know that shit. But um, yeah. just the people that I came up with and they were like, "Yo, learn the business." That's the first thing that I learned about this business yeah. was learn the fucking business. Don't just rely on the music. You got to know how to do all this shit for yourself because you don't have a label. Yeah. You might not ever get a label, so you need to learn how to do what the label does without them. Almost famous, working with the legends, got booked for a show named next to Kendrick's. Feel some type of way when the fans in my mentions and they tell me that they love me. My music and my message, shout out to the fans, voted me my city's best. Then I threw my own show at South by Southwest. Still in the hood, but put away the pistols. I'm heading to Atlanta. I'm official living my dream can't even imagine this backstage smoking weed sitting with cannabis fans going crazy asking where the album is and i just took a flight sitting next to alchemist toward the west with joel ortiz and i just came home from a tour overseas they know my name in london barcelona and madrid and i never thought i'd make it this far as a kid but we ain't there yet but we almost there the fans make us feel like we almost there on a plane in the air dog we almost we ain't make it yet, but we almost there. We ain't there yet, but we almost there. The fans make us feel like we almost there. On a plane in the air, dog, we almost there. We ain't make it yet, but we almost there. Starting to feel like a rapper every night is a movie, and I thought that I made it when I started fucking groupies. Life gets crazy when your dreams come true. Did the red tour with game and a song with blue. They ain't think I would make it, was expected to fail, but it's cool. I just got a royalty check in the mail. They all thought that the kid would be dead or in jail. But every album I drop, I see it up in sales. But we ain't making yet, dog. We still in the basement. But at least I got my own Pandora station. Ain't got time to hear what the haters are saying. Used to rock for free, and now they pay me to play. Never thought I'd get this far. Rhyming words was in the Twin Cities. Sat and bought lunch for Murs. Got people I grew up with thinking I'm famous. And they all come up saying we made it. But we ain't there. But we almost there The fans make us feel like we almost there On a plane in the air, dog, we almost there We ain't make it yet, but we almost there 
We ain't there yet, but we almost there. The fans make us feel like we almost there. On a plane in the air, dog, we almost there. We ain't make it yet, but we almost there. because a lot of the things we were talking to juke about um you know like young youtube rappers and you know and stuff like i i, I told them just just to recap it like i went through it i saw some people i realized like all right these are a bunch of just 17 year old kids who are being 17 year olds like that's so this music's not for me yeah. so i don't really have a fucking i don't really have an opinion on it you know what i mean <laughs> like i don't care what 17 year olds are doing it's not part of my fucking life apparently they're drinking lean yeah apparently they're all on lean big so. fucking it's, surprise yeah big surprise <laughs> but but I, I feel like a lot of the times in hip-hop they confuse and this is something and i know because you've talked about it we've talked about it together one of the saddest things i see in hip-hop is not just like the lack of business savvy, but almost like an anti-business. Like mm. they'll be like, "Fuck, fuck that! I don't want to fuck Instagram. They're, I don't want to get on Instagram." Like blah blah blah. All this, all shit just doesn't make any sense if you're trying to make a living in the arts, because all of those things are being utilized right now, and there aren't that. Like everybody's like, like, like that's against it. I've heard people say. Well, nah, man, you you got to just hit the streets and, you know, sell out of the out of the trunk and blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing. You want to do that? That's fine. Cool. Good you, luck. Yeah, yeah. But just be logical. You're one person. How many square miles can you walk, period? And I, I thought you know top, I mean, just how many can you walk, period? Not you, Arash, because yeah, I know you, you run marathons. As fuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as fuck. But if you're not willing AF, to, AF. if you're not willing to like hit the streets every day with a hundred CDs every day for eight hours every day, and I'm gonna go stand at Venice Beach. And I feel another thing about that is knowing what you want to get out of music. Yes. Like some people are just doing this shit for fun. Some Which people are trying to make a living yeah. out of it. And other people don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're just like trying to be cool and do music. But yeah. it's like the end of the day, you got to know what you want. Yeah. If they, if you're trying to make a living off this shit, then you got to have all your eyes dotted and your T's crossed. If you're just doing it for fun, then it doesn't matter how much money you dump into it because it's just a hobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could fucking go play golf or you can go hit a fucking studio. You yeah. know, that's depending what kind of person or business you are. That's the shit that you got to decide. Yeah, it, it's weird because I think that a lot of people tend to. Um, I mean, we've talked about this. I mean, and we've and we agree on some parts of it i think we all kind of agree like does money corrupt the art yeah yeah it can yeah it definitely can you can let it totally corrupt the art can you is you fighting against that corruption um and trying to do it in the honest the most honest way like still a good thing because you're taking part of the system it's up for debate i don't know i don't even think that the the system is developed enough like social media is still we we can all remember a time when social media wasn't that cracking and now it is. So who knows what's going to happen next? Like for us to say like um, like I won't say I and I had said this prior I, and I want to correct myself. Do I think organic will ever come back? Probably. It's just not going to look like anything that you're aware of. Mm. You know what I mean? Because at some point when social media is just the norm. Organic growth through social media is still organic growth. Just because it's yeah. on a computer, it doesn't mean like it's any less important because you sold it out of a trunk. Yeah, it's just 
what if the trunk doesn't exist anymore? You know what I mean? Like, because that's really what's happening is those things don't make sense. If a 13-year-old can hold down like a YouTube studio and run it every single day, it's obviously possible. So we're not – like that argument is done for people to be like, oh, it's too hard. It's not too hard. Yeah. It's not too hard, by the way. Go to on fucking YouTube. You can learn everything we've just talked about. Literally everything we talked about, it's all there if you take the time. But I, I get it. I get it that some artists just want to make art. Here's the thing that I've recently gotten to with those people, right? Because I've had many conversations with those people. I think it's really dope. Um, I'm getting closer to closer, though, to wanting you to move out of the way then. <laughs> because we're not doing the same thing. Yeah. And and I'm getting tired of like those people interjecting in the conversation. You were admitting you're just making music. That's all you want to do. You don't care if you get paid, blah, blah, blah. That's fine. But we're not talking about the same thing then. You know what I mean? Like we have no reason to disagree. We're not even in the same game. But sometimes you guys do take up these spots as if you are and you don't want to do anything with that. That's It's kind of insulting to people who do want to do something with it. I had to separate myself, man, like from the circle. And, you know, mm-hmm. like every the, the, a lot of people are just in the circle and yeah. are at every show, every little show that they can do. Yeah. And like I'll see them online and be like – I I miss performing every week. I right. miss performing every other day and stuff like that. But our goals aren't the same. Like my goal isn't to do a hundred shows yeah. a year. My goal is to do this amount of shows, yeah. make this amount, do get make this amount of impact. And I believe doing like that many shows is deval- devalues my brand. Yeah. That's why I don't do a lot of shows. Like I'll so when people be like, Oh shit, he's actually performing, it's like a big deal. it makes people want to go out and you'll see people performing every fucking other day mm-hmm. and you wonder why no one goes to see him because they perform every other day. So yeah. people are like, Oh, he's got flooded the market. And, and you think but, it's a big and, fear? And out here, especially like the shows that I see people doing, like unless it's you know, there's going to be actual fans there. Yeah, a lot of people are just rapping for other rappers. Yeah, mostly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, so, dude, honestly, that's why I, I've stopped going to as many shows. Yeah, I used to go to more. Every time I go, I'm like, it's a lot of it's. It's dope. I got the idea though. You're creating art. It's a bunch of artists standing around watching the same thing. Like, they're not going to follow you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not going to support your shit. Maybe you, they'll want to collab or something. But what do you think they're afraid of? But, look, I'm sorry. Let me tell you this though. Uh, Come support, come support. I don't know if I buy into that either. Because like, mm-hmm. if you're creating good product, that's the idea, right? You want to create good product. It so should people, speak for itself. Yeah, people yeah. shouldn't be coming to support you. If you're based your entire career path on people supporting you, then you're not creating good product. Yeah. Like if it's like if you're creating dope shit and people want to consume that shit, they shouldn't be doing you a favor. Yeah. yeah. Create dope shit. Give people value for their hard, you know, hard-earned money. Yeah, yeah. Rather yeah. than just like uh, uh, relying on other artists to come and like keep you on their shoulders yeah the it, it was like one of the things we were talking about with juke is about like recital rappers like rappers who just like stand there and they might bar out right and it might be from a writer standpoint you're like wow that's really impressive mm. but at the end of the day it's not entertaining to someone who's not really really into that shit right. it's just somebody doing a recital right uh-huh. and nobody really <laughs> wants to see that you know like there's there's a large amount of people who don't want, i don't want to say nobody because the people who do want to see it you have a legitimate want to see that you should be able to see that However, to say that it's even close to 50-50, people want to see it and people don't, you're crazy. Mm. It's more like 2% of people might want to see somebody just recite their dopest raps ever and not be entertained by anything else. Most people want to see the show. They want to have a show. They want to have an experience. They want to have those things. 
And I think if you're honest, so do you. You know, you want to see the show. Like, people want to see a show. Like, people want to be in a... Music is an escape for us and you. I get that. Like, I get that when you're watching us perform. It's an escape for you. You get to check out. You get to turn off that internal dialogue that I was talking about earlier. And if it doesn't fulfill that, like, if it's not able to keep your attention... You're not doing your job. Yeah. So it, I, I do. I just I, we just had a show um, in San Diego where we had a, a a rapper get mad, and because the people went outside. Mm. Um, Don't suck so much. <laughs> <laughs> Have a fucking fan base is there to see you. Yeah, like, dude, why you would Fuck. be mad at that? It's crazy, right? Like, there's no... Oh, I've seen it. I've yeah, seen yeah. it. I know I've you've seen, seen it. Not uh, only in I've LA, I've seen it all around the fucking world. Yeah. The people are like, hey, man, where are they? get all the people back in here. Like, they don't want to fucking see you. Yeah. And it's like, you didn't bring nobody to see you. Don't get mad at when this guy's friends fucking walk yeah. outside because they don't give a fuck yeah, about they you. They only came for him anyways. They have the right to only come for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's... it's. Why uh, aren't you supporting me? Yeah, why aren't you supporting <laughs> me? It's or even a, like for a headliner when when the opening act brings all the people and then leaves yeah. and then he's performing in front Yo, of nobody. I am that, glad you said that. It's because fucking both sides of the court. There are a shitload of headliners out there. We book them all the time. Trust me. I know, I, I know who... Who puts in the work and who doesn't? It's super obvious. It's fucking super obvious. Dude, I'll tell you this. Your podcast on our show always get consistent downloads. And I think you know this by now, having done a podcast. You know people's real numbers now. That's one of the things podcasting does. Oh, yeah. You, get a, really, shit, yeah. you get a really good idea. Even if, like, even if your podcast as a whole doesn't get a whole lot of downloads, you can still see by your guests who's, right. re- whose fans really love them. Yeah. There is no there is no mistake that Reverie's old podcast are still one, two, and three. Mm. Like who can argue that? Yeah. Like it's obviously people are like consistently downloading yep. her shit to hear her talk, and she she knows like I've never heard her complain. If I've seen her at shows where there's not a lot of people, like I've seen her shows like where that are kind of empty, she puts that all on her. Yeah, like. I think that's the only way you can put that on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, if you have to rely on the promoter, you're at the will of the promoter. Right. So don't complain for shit. And if this... you're like, this promoter is putting me on to a big show, oh, it should be packed. The moment you say that, you're you're fucking up. <laughs> right? Because like, you should know whether it's going to be packed or not because you're bringing people. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. This this shit happens on all levels too. Like even artists that you think that are super established, like yeah. they'll go to a city like outside of their hometown or the West Coast or whatever. You know, uh, Middle America, East Coast. Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, like talking to Mer- or to Noah, he would I would ask him about you know how was the Merge tour, and he would tell me like, yo, we got to certain cities and it'd be fucking dead. Yeah, you know, yeah. and you got to realize Burns is a West Coast artist, and like a lot of people are like that. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not just like uh, yeah that that's important too for people that are listening. This is not like a independent hip hop artist issue. This is like the music business across the board. I've been at places. Because San Diego is notoriously fickle when it comes to music, right? Because we're very much um, a commuter city. There's not a lot of people in the city that were born in the city. Gotcha. That's like a big deal. So there's a lot of people that come through. So fan bases are hard to build because people don't stay there that long. Um, 
But one of the things that happens is like we'll see like a big artist come to town and not have anybody at their concert. Um, and that I've heard that that big artist complained that the openers didn't bring anybody. Oh, wow. And I'm like, wow. Like, so you're even doing it. Like you're being lazy as fuck is what you're saying. Like you made a record at one time that was maybe popular and you were just like, that should be good enough. That's the remember we were having yeah. that conversation about like when we we're throwing the show. Like yeah. a lot of these golden era artists that are still getting booked don't know how to maneuver in social media. Yeah. And that's they don't know how to bring their fan base out. Yeah. They don't know how to reach the, them like that. You yeah, know what they, I mean? It's like they don't know how to communicate in like this new world. Like the language. Because yeah, the language they, is different. They still follow the same, the old uh format. Yeah. You know, they yeah. they they get booked, the promoter does everything and that's it. Like and they nah, throw a flyer out the day yeah, before. These fucking days, like your ass gotta be on Instagram pushing that shit. You gotta yeah. be on Twitter. You gotta be on Facebook. That's yeah. why like I, for for our show I made sure to get that in the contract. Like you guys gotta post the shit X amount of times. Yeah. If you can, let us run ads off your page. If you can, fucking post more than enough times, you know, like blah, blah. That's important for people who are promoters, by the way. I would say this in this day and age now, we have finally reached a point where I think we can we can say this confidently. If you are not doing that and you're not, you you have to, you're there's no way your event's going to be good. Mm. You know, it's I mean, trust me, there'll be some anomalies. But the reality is there's no way for people to find out. Yeah. If you're not literally putting the flyer in front of their face, if you if you're not doing that, if you're just throwing it out there and hoping that it finds people, I guarantee you it's not. It's not finding anybody. Too many distractions. The numbers are there, by the way. Again, just look this shit up. The numbers are there. Just do a an organic post and see how many how many people that see that even sees beyond your little reach, like. You can really check those numbers, and it's very obvious that all that stuff is controlled. So you have to put some thought into maneuvering into social media right now. I, I mean, let's be honest. It, there's a lot of people who would say it's you're super late, like if you're barely yeah, starting. Yeah, for real. But there is enough information out there for you to be able to utilize this stuff and get to work. Like, it's not over, but it is late. It's fucking late. And it's fucking late because all the people who really know what they're doing are already doing it. At this point, yeah. I'm looking for what's next. Yeah, me like too. yo, what's me gonna too. be the next Facebook? Because you know, Alexa, fa- bro, Facebooks has already been around a long time. I, I, I'm still a firm believer that Facebook ain't going nowhere. It's but not going nowhere. There's gonna be a new Snapchat. Yeah. There's gonna be a new something that's gonna be completely fucking organic to you know whoever jumps on it first. Yeah. But uh, it's gotta determine what that is. I'm saying Alexa. I think Alexa or Google Voice. Mm. I, I feel like that's like a a big deal. I feel like live. I feel like Spotify has been there for the past, you know, for the past like yeah, years. So I feel, I feel like Spotify. I I heard there's rumblings that they're going to introduce a live element. No. So if they can do that, I think that's going to be huge. And yeah. especially if they can open that up to like everybody. Right. right. They're the new YouTube. Like, because right now I'm using YouTube in that way. Like, right? You do too. You like you upload it. We got YouTube Red. So mm-hmm. that I can just hear it. Yeah, I'm listening to it all day long. Yeah, YouTube Red is dope, dope as fuck. Playing, it's, I'm, I'm listening to it the same way I listen to Spotify. Yeah. But so imagine if Spotify can just do exactly that. Take right. all the audio right. from all that stuff and just put it there at your at your beck and call. Yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah, it's coming. I think it's coming. Because I, I basically treat it like uh, the scene in The Matrix where they plug the thing into the back of his brain mm. and it downloads martial arts. Yeah, <laughs> like YouTube. I know Kung Fu. Yeah. Like, that's basically what YouTube is to me. It's like yeah. playing in the background and letting it download information. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think do that shit all the time. <laughs> I think it's... Uh, Yo, let me ask him this. Thing. Yeah. 
with uh, Google or Facebook and yeah. Twitter, do you think it depends on which one gets to AI first? I, th- I don't think anybody's beating Google to AI. Did you hear Facebook. about the, the Facebook thing where yeah. they had two AI profiles yeah. talking to each other? Yeah. Facebook is there, man. Well, See, Twitter out. And then made a language, since we're right? talking about on, this. For the listeners that don't know, Facebook created like two AIs, right? They started communicating uh-huh. with each other and then they realized that the staff was listening to them. So they created uh, another a language. In a group, too. Oh, wow. Yeah, they created a language <laughs> that we couldn't understand. That's scary, And, dude. like, the staff immediately pulled the plug. Yeah, they had to. Nope. Facebook is fucked up because there's tons of fake people on Facebook. Yeah. And for, like, there's people, like, doing Facebook ads, getting all kinds of fucking fake fucking traffic and you stuff like Twitter, that. You remember Twitter, when Twitter had that early rush of fake and then they cleaned out everybody's shit and all the yeah, numbers yeah, went Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same um, thing with Instagram. Yeah, I think Facebook is in that phase. Well, especially right now with the whole Russia thing. I mean, yeah. dude, by the way, this is my opinion right now. Currently, there is no way to fix that because I don't want to be told what I could push out or what I could, what kind of ads I can pay for or where that money comes from. I, so I, they have a big problem on their hands. Mm. Facebook needs to figure out a way. How do we keep fake media out but let everybody be free? Right, right. now, I don't know. Well, right. What the fuck is that answer? Yeah. I don't think there is an answer. But I feel like if all the social media start to move to live, where they put a lot of stuff on live, right? I don't know how that's going to come out, but I, I, I do feel like I saw Instagram doubled down. Um, we're using it. Pl- Platform Collection is going to use it. You know, you can stream live with another person now. So we're going to be doing interviews with people on Instagram Live called One for One, by the way, starting this so, week. Um, or if this is out already, it's already been up. But uh, so they doubled down on live. Instagram doesn't just do that. They didn't just like, oh, let's fucking make this thing. They're putting a lot into that. They've they've even found a way to make the streams stream quicker. And streaming 4K is the next thing. So mm. that's just compression, right? Like they're finding a way to make the file smaller without losing quality. Right. So I think anything that's going to help us save time, period, is is what we should be betting this, on. This is always going to be better. Absolutely. Way, anything that makes it easier for people to go from point A to point B. If point B is your music, point A is whatever device you have, whatever access you have. Minimizing that distance yes. is yep. always going to win. Yes. One click. That's why people like. That's why Spotify keeps winning. Like your music, if your mm. music's on Spotify, it doesn't get any easier. Yeah, it yeah. Doesn't get I, any easier. I could tell, dude. There's dope artists that I've discovered that I have a more difficult time listening to if they don't have their shit on Spotify mm-hmm. because I have a bunch of playlists on Spotify and that's what I'm listening to yes. all day. Yep. If I have to leave that realm and go to another platform, yeah. you want things native to whatever you yeah. like to use. Yeah. And I, and that's what I think is that that's a big move. I feel like people are getting that down though. I feel like people are making things native for each social media platform. I, I personally believe that's the only way for you to succeed right now. You can't have a Facebook video and that same Facebook video be on YouTube. If you want to do it effectively, it needs to be something made for YouTube, something made for Facebook, something so on, so on. And no, you don't have to use them all. You could just go all one. Mm. But it needs to be like native to that. Because the reason I feel that way is because things like Spotify. The reason Spotify is winning because they made – which you know playlists are the biggest thing on Spotify. Right now the hustle for people who don't know are to try to get on people's (laughs) playlists. Everybody knows that. Like if I can get on – like if you can get on Tiesto's playlist – that's as good as fucking, you know, nowadays getting on the Grammys and shit. Yeah. You're going to get more people than that than see you on the Grammys by being on Tiesto's playlist. Yeah. So 
that's a hustle in itself, and and that hasn't. I mean, it's it's basically the same thing as like getting your YouTube the, the plays, DJ all to that play your track, shit. yeah. Getting but, like the radio DJ to play your track. But this this platform hasn't completely revealed itself on how to do that yet. So mm-hmm. that's what everybody's trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. Everybody's rushing around like, how, yeah, how do the pay, we the payola, man? Yeah, they're, I mean, they're they're in cahoots with the record labels. Who at, exactly the, at the end of the day, out. they're all paying to get on the fucking thing. You know, yeah. the right person you can pay to get on the playlist. Yeah, <laughs> and so. The way Spotify is kind of justifying it is like, okay, if you're paying for ads on Facebook, which will play your video the moment people see it, that's okay. But you paying like Arash to get on his playlist because he's got a million people on his playlist is not okay? No, yeah. it's about the same thing, really. Much same thing. Dude, Things I just came across like some one of the music marketers I follow. Mm-hmm. I was watching his shit, right? And he was like, there's this new thing where you can pay like, it's like $700 and you get like 200,000 plays on Spotify. Wow. And he's just trying to sell you the whole fucking thing. So yeah. he's like, well, you get this amount of plays, you know, your engagement on Spotify yeah, goes yeah, up. Yeah. It gets Spotify's attention, so they'll more likely put you on a fucking playlist, yeah. blah, blah, blah. It, you could sell that to promoters if when you're on tour, blah, blah. Like, oh, I got this amount of followers, wow. this amount of traffic, blah, blah. And you're going to receive back-end royalties if you're even fucking connected with, you know, yeah. your public rights organization or whatever. And it's just like, up oh, there, they sold out now, yeah, too. <laughs> there like, it is, yeah. Like, if you can do that, you know. Like, I, I mean, I know you can pay to get on the front of Spotify. Like, the that first screen that pops up mm-hmm. and it has, like, favorites and recommendations, you can pay completely to get on that. Huh. And by the way, just look who's on there. Those people are paying, too. Yeah, hell like, yeah, when man. you see, like, Joe Rogan on there and all those, they're all paying. Like, it's not like, oh, they, they get hooked up because they're famous. No, everybody's fucking paying. Yeah. But I, I feel like... To get back to the voice thing, that's why. Because of the time, I feel like everyone's going to have an Alexa or some sort of... Well, your phone is, basically. That's what they're doing. Google, the new Google Pixel XL. So all you do is click the one of the side buttons and say anything you want. Like, search Facebook for 60 East, yeah. and it does it now. It's gone up one level on the AI. No, because it, it all the apps weren't connected. Like, can you can Siri open up YouTube and play a specific YouTube video? Let's find out. Yeah. Siri, play sixty East music videos. I'm not finding anything for sixty East music. Damn. <laughs> can you Google sixty East music? Hater Siri. Grateful official music video. Hey, there we go. I mean, I was just on it. He's he's got first one, thousands of pages. Uh But um, no, but it won't do it, right? It won't specifically open up your app. Yeah, right. So Google Pixel figure out a way to connect all that. So you can they the the video on like getting it to read your Facebook messages. Yes, it won't do that, but it'll read SMS. Yeah, it so that so Google Pixel now will will access all your apps, so you can do anything on it. uh, Like you could tweet. You could be like, yo. Yo, Pixel, open up, tweet 60 East, and tweet him this. Just like that. Crazy, Pixel, uh, Google 60 East. You said Pixel. I found this on the web for 60 East. Oh, she didn't correct me. (laughs) A highway. She smarter, bro. She She got smarter within the last five minutes. Put it down, put it down. It's a highway in Southern California. Shut up, go away. Gotta smash the phone. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think that if, I think that's, so one of the things I learned, so Alexa has things called briefings. So if you can find someone to, by the way, go to Fiverr. Uh, if you can go 
find someone to program um, a briefing, right? So you can have uh, burner podcast briefings. And so, like, if that's your favorite podcast, you can go, Alexa, play my briefings. And it'll be – and you can record. So from your side, the content creator, you're recording a message, Mm -hmm. maybe a piece of your podcast, maybe an announcement, maybe, hey, and here's my favorite song. And that's all in one thing. That So – that's a new skill. It's called an Alexa skill. Wow. And if you can program those, you can already upload them to Alexa and you can already be on there. So mm. like if you go like, yo, play me the top five hip hop songs. Well, if they've sub- subscribed to like 60 East top five hip hop songs, you'll come on. It'll be your voice. Hey, what's up, man? So this week I'm listening to this, this, this and this. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's coming. So uh, again, I think if people are in this game, if you're thinking about like Twitter Facebook advertising, you need to hurry up because Alexa's already Act coming. And that's all voice, no. you know? So yeah. it's, I mean, dude, do you ever, is it ever discouraging for you? Do you ever go through moments where you're just like, fuck, like this is too much? As far as, oh, every day, every, <laughs> every hour of every day, any, any activity that I'm doing, it's just like, oh, I constantly ask myself, why are you doing this? Yeah. And I think it always gets back to the root of it. And then I have a lot of things that help me too is a lot of artists hit me up and like I like talking to other artists because they all go through the same shit. Yeah. And they're like, what are you complaining about? You're actually like, your numbers uh, are actually go up. Oh <laughs> like other artists are kind of like yeah. st- stuck in places, you know, like let's say higher, lower, yeah. whatever. And um, I mean, it makes me realize like, oh, maybe I am doing something right. Maybe like this fan base is actually growing for a reason. And, yeah just takes a lot more hard work than I really like doing most of the time. But Do you, do you feel like, it, as a business person, you feel like it takes less to get you motivated now or more? More. Yeah. Like, I honestly, like, the older I get, the older my kid gets, it's just kind of like, the more serious I have to be about everything that I do. Like, for especially, like, with the festival thing, it was right. kind of like, this has the potential to make a decent amount of money. But it also has the potential to fucking lose a lot of money. So I'd have to like be on all that shit, be on licenses and insurance policies yeah, and yeah, yeah. all this stuff. So like, especially with the music now, it's kind of like, okay, if I release a project, what do I need from that project? Or do I need anything? Like, am I doing this for money or is this going to be, is just doing it for fun? So or, are you defining it before now? Like before you even put it out? Yeah. Anytime like I write down a goal, I'll be like, okay, what's the goal? How am I going to get the goal? And what do I expect? Yeah. Or what's going to be the result of this goal? And yeah. it kind of like, it sets you up for, for knowing what to expect. You know, the, I don't want to release a project and be like, oh, I hope to get, you know, a million downloads, but I have no idea how I'm going to make that happen or, or yeah, yeah, how I'm yeah. going to do it. So it's kind of like, Making everything realistic. Yeah, it, it, it's a uh, most people, and this and this is the thing. I know, I know people have heard us talk a lot about numbers and stuff on this episode. Don't get it twisted. At the core of this, you need to make great content. Like hmm. we're assuming that you know that part. Right? Yeah. When we're talking about that, we're assuming that you know that. Dude, Tell remember- the story. Be a great storyteller. You're not even in the game if you're not doing that. Even if you are buying all the ads, you need to start there. You still have to tell a great story. Let me tell you something, actually. I would take it a step further Mm -hmm. and say that you are taking yourself and your life down an unhealthy path if you're getting fixated on the numbers, um, the numbers without absolutely. the quality of work yep. and the sincerity yep. of your message. Uh, there's this video that, remember the video that we were looking at with like the, the girl who wanted to start a frutaria in oh, Mario yeah. Logan? Oh, 
Oh, it's so horrible. Bad. Have you heard about this? <laughs> no. Have you heard about that? Nah. It finally made national news. Did you oh, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, dude, she's getting death threats. And she yeah. had, like, this. Oh, wait, is it because of the, the outbreak out there and all that shit? No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. This, 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 uh, this girl who ran a blog called, uh, the, the Barefoot Bohemian. Mm. I'm doing quotes because, like, <laughs> she, she's like the, the checklist of, like, the Instagram blogger style. Like, gotcha. it's all about, she's like a fashion, I'm sure, like a travel blogger. She's an Instagram influencer. Yeah. And she's, she's basically pretty white girl, tall, pretty blonde, um, who has, like, this, you know, this blog and Instagram influencer. And so she wanted to open up. She wanted to open up what she was referring to as a modern-day fruteria in Barrio Logan, in San Diego. Which so, is, like, in the middle of a gentrification battle. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it's like, I mean, that's like for listeners from different parts of the world who aren't aware. Like, that's where Chicano Park is. Mm-hmm. Like, it yeah, is yeah, the, I know. It I'm is, familiar. And we know you are. I'm telling oh, yeah. the listeners. Oh, all right. There's other people listening. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, I forget. <laughs> that's why he's giving I away all we his secrets. <laughs> he's like, what, why is this no, mic Why can't you guys just come over and kick it? <laughs> why do you keep giving me a mic? Um, so, so she... So Chicano Park, for listeners who don't know, like that's like an epicenter of a powerful political uh, conversations mm-hmm. and movements that have happened over the past decades. Um, arguably a center of, not even arguably, a center of the Chicano movement. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of history there. There's a lot of history. It is, it is a high-energy neighborhood with a lot of passion. And there is plenty of authentic fruterias there already, <laughs> right? Yeah, there's like five within the block that and she's then, talking about. And then in comes this blonde, you know, at like this, 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 I mean, just, she's just like, you know, this is not like a, a beating on white people. Like, I mean, she's just like as white as you could imagine, like yeah. tall, blonde, fashion, Instagram mm. chick, right? Very bubbly. Yeah, very bubbly. And she's like, <laughs> and she's saying in the video, the video is such a check. Like she has this Kickstarter video, right? That she's trying to start this. Uh, this Wait, video. just talk from a director's standpoint about the video. It's so that they know you're not just picking. It's very clean and expertly mm-hmm. produced. Right. It's very slick. Yes. Um, and it is. So it's a Kickstarter video to get to like raise funds mm-hmm. for um, this modern day fruteria <laughs> that she wants to open in Barrio Logan yes. that already has fruterias, right? And her whole, the whole thing was like such a checklist of cliches. Of gentrification, people and, thought it was a joke. Yeah, and like white privilege, and like people thought it was a joke. They're like, "There's no Damn. way this is real. There's no way this is real." Yeah, and then it keeps going. And you're like, "Holy shit, this is real." <laughs> she's real, and she's just like, "You guys got to go look it up, man." It, it's it, time uh, to finally bring something good to the ghetto, yeah, uh, to, to Barrio Logan. She said, she said, it's oh, wow. time. "She said we're bringing healthy, yeah. finally bringing healthy food to Barrio <laughs> to the Barrio." It's really bad, dude. Yeah. It, there's a fruit that yeah, like literally two blocks from there, like literally. Yeah, I so, can imagine. So we're watching this. I was watching this earlier today with some friends, and everybody's like, "I mean, it's cringeworthy." You're mm-hmm. just like watching it with your jaw open. Like, I can't believe how what, how tone deaf could you possibly be? Yeah. And so to me, I looked at this though, and I'm like, here's someone who flipped it. Like she was so deeply connected to the idea of having like the followers and being the Instagram star and being like the famous blogger and doing this whole brand thing that the sincerity of what she's working on got thrown out the window. Yeah. 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 Cause I think she has a desire to be sincere. No, no, no. But She's epically failed at it. When I looked at all her shit, she's into her shit. Yeah. Like she's really, she knows her shit, blah, blah, blah. But, um, she did this one thing that again, I feel like in this day and age, 
white people, you should know this. <laughs> like, I feel like there's just, there's been movies about it. You know, like, at this point, there's movies. Like, and there's you don't, most of them do. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. I feel, and that's why I'm saying it. Yeah. I feel like most of you do know this already. <laughs> However, you can't paint yourself as a savior of, oh, yeah. of minorities in a minority area. Yeah. That didn't invite you there, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Like that'd be one thing if, like, hey, you know what? We need you to bring your expertise here <laughs> yeah. and help. But that didn't happen. Yeah. And by the way, it's the most booming economically uh, economic area in San Diego right now. The businesses are, are doing very well. Yeah. So it's not like this was gonna. So you just missed. How did you miss it so much? How dramatically? Right. How much did you blind? What yourself? a bubble do you live in? Who are you surrounded by? Yeah, that was my first question. That's always yeah. my first question. Like, do you have friends? Yeah. Like, <laughs> how did any? Of, how did your friends look at this and say, "This is a good idea, yeah. girl. You should keep doing this." Because I feel like there's one or two mean friends who just told her, "Like, oh yeah, do it." And yeah. they're like, "Oh my god, did you see that?" Yeah, yeah. Like fuck. Yeah. And and I mean, and the I don't. Video, the video where did she is, go from The video here? is slick and and well produced enough mm -hmm. that many hands must have been in it. Oh yeah 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 no 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 no. I said as a director when yeah. I watched it, I was like, how did the director not go? Nah, no, nah, we're not yeah. doing this. Like I'm not putting my name on this. <laughs> I want to know who they are now. Yeah. I want to go. I want to go down that. Well, she hole. deleted the. She, <laughs> yeah. She completely got rid of all of the yeah. information. She deleted all coverage of it. All of it. Everything. Yeah, I um I live a block from there, and someone uh, uh put like a giant, which I don't agree with either, by the way. But they put a giant stop gentrifying our neighborhood on their the front door of the Damn. of the place where she was going to be at. Wow. Yeah, Dude, there's a there's a I forget what the name of the artist is. Um, he's in Denver, and like in their neighborhood over there, which is kind of like their uh, I think it's like their equivalent of Boyle Heights mm -hmm. and, and Buddy Logan. Um, in Denver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's they, a large Latino community yeah. in Denver. And they had a they had this they had this one and it's all about this he's doing this video series all about gentrification uh -huh. and there's this one episode where um, there's like this hipster dude with like the mustache and like a bow tie and he's pushing around a cart that's like all like decked out and he's selling meat pies and the dude's like isn't that just an empanada? He's like, no, no, no. These are meat pies. They're organic. Gluten-free. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so that, that's like the whole joke. Is like, and they're 15 bucks or something. <laughs> what the fuck? That's but funny. It's, it's pretty amazing, dude. There's a lot of that where like you have people move in there. But I, I, Yeah, but she definitely you know. got blinded by... She went too far. Yeah. Like, because at the end of the day, like, her product wasn't... It wasn't a good... This is... You weren't allowing the product to even be judged because... They can't get past your promotion. Yeah, product. yeah, yeah. Your yeah. product could be super amazing. Totally. You know what I mean? Like, it could be the the best juice ever. Yeah. You're never going to hit the public with it now. Why'd you go to Body Logan? There's like yeah, all these other That was my other question. Yeah. Like, why would you want to make, like, couldn't you just, like, it seemed like you had funding. Yeah. Couldn't you just go to a good neighborhood yeah. and immediately start making money? That's, like, she, she was smart about it, trying to capitalize wow. on the Hispanic yeah. community. Yeah. That's, what, that's what happened. And, and that's what, I think that's what kind of led to a lot of the, it was that question mm. like why are you doing this yeah, like yeah. why are you really doing this yeah. and she and her all her answers i was reading them on facebook because people were just printing them because <laughs> once you because she deleted them all but now they're out there forever um and she was just saying like oh you know like i, I went to mexico and i fell in love with the people there and you know they took me in as one of their own and blah 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 and i was just like oh God, it's only getting worse. I know. Like, but I want someone did, to tell her, like, shut up. any of them tell you <laughs> not to make this video? <laughs> she obviously lost contact with all of them. Were they really Mexican? She's like, if I build it, they will come. <laughs> Dude, wait, what do you got coming up for, for the rest of the year? 
Besides music, man. A bunch of more podcasts. A bunch of sitting at home on house arrest. Uh, <laughs> nah, I mean, I, I just I want to do a thing called the house arrest mixtape. Just me over a bunch of classic beats. Just since, since I got the fucking time to do it, I just a bunch of beats that I never. Probably that I've rapped to, but I just never released. Yeah. And probably some newer beats and stuff like that that I want to release. Um, just finalizing the album for next year, working on this tour, working on the next festival. Doing podcasts. Yeah, doing podcasts. I'm going to be... I think we're going for one a month. Okay. Like, at least one a month. That, that's that's kind of my comfort zone since I already got, you know, a couple guests lined up and stuff like yeah. that. Can't give be, too much. Shouldn't be too hard. Okay, no, I mean... Episode I, with Velvet Wonder right now, by the way. If you're yeah, out now. I'd love to do, you know, one once a week, but it's just like I just don't have the time. Yeah. And I'm still very much trying to be an artist and, mm-hmm. and do all that stuff, so... We're not even I doing think, once a week anymore. No. No. Yeah, I, I mean, it's hard. I, I, I it is give hard. you guys so much props for being able to do it for that long. Dude, so. you ever see you ever see that Alfred Hitchcock movie where like the dude breaks his leg and then he starts like watching the neighbors and then like it seems like some sort of murder mystery is unraveling I feel next like door. That sounds like something I've seen. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, I think it's I like I want to see it. If that's interesting. If you're offering. Yeah, yeah, anyway, it's a good movie. I just feel like it'd be dope if you made like a hip hop version of that. <laughs> We're just watching the neighbor. You know? Like, yeah, you're under house arrest and you can't leave. So you start like watching the neighbor and like some shit's going on with the neighbors and it's getting crazier and crazier. Dude, well, trip out. I got I got a high school on one side and then a bunch of apartments right uh, along our whole back, oh, dude. So I, I see all of, kinds of shit. Yeah, you know, a lot of fucking people out there that could be aliens. Uh, uh, yeah, aliens is the new fear. No more zombies. Yeah, I'm good with zombies now. Oh, yeah. We're yeah. trained. We're well trained. Yeah, I've watched every episode yeah. of Walking Dead. We're good. <laughs> There's literally... I'm about to watch the one tonight. Whew. Oh, yeah. I have not. Are actually, you back? I You're not, not back yet, huh? No. Oh, Is okay. it still the this same season, story This arc? season this brought me awesome, back, man. Right? Yeah, because they're going to war and shit. It's amazing. <laughs> okay. It's finally the war we've been waiting for from the beginning. Right. It's finally happening. I just felt like the last season, I was like, oh, God, this again. I'm sick of this. Yeah, yeah. I had gotten over it. Yeah. Even when they bashed in Glenn's head. Uh, dude, that was the most manipulative fucking bullshit ass episode. <laughs> that was. It no, was no, no. It wasn't just that episode. It was yeah. like the three episodes. The whole leading around. up to it, all of it. I'm like, uh, I felt like he was holding that bat over their head for three weeks. Yeah. I was like, yeah, we well, just right. him already. Yeah. <laughs> fucking kill somebody. Jesus Christ. <laughs> dude, thank you so much, brother. No, Yo, no. One of my, um, I just want to tell you this, though. Uh, me and Arash have never been on your show, so... I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> Shit, you got, a, you got another You got another hour? I don't know if you said something. <laughs> I know, you know, Rosh has a tendency to uh, make people feel uncomfortable with his good looks. It's true. If it's that, let me know. Should my hair right, be less right. perfect? Just text, <laughs> text me later. I won't bring him. All right. No, nah, shit. I, I was actually going to hit you guys up about that. Sure. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, brother. Yeah, no doubt. Much Talk love to you, We're booked. Yeah. 60s.net. 60s.net. Do it now. Bitches. You, oh, they made that flush the toilet. <laughs> Home is where the heart is, it made me an artist And I start to miss it every time my flight's departing Thinking back, dog, this where it all started In the heart of the IE, home of the hardest See, I love being on stage and meeting the fans But sometimes I just want to be home with my fam Be a father to my daughter and a brother to my brothers Be a man to my girl and a son to my mother Be a friend to my friends and an uncle to my nephews But sometimes the world and your dreams don't let you Sacrifice a lot and I lost even more 
more Text message breakups, the casualties of tour This shit ain't easy and I ain't Yeezy Trying to eat on the road, gotta sell them CDs Even though sometimes they drive me crazy I'll always come back to the streets that raised me Finally home, just got back from the road Another tour done, letting the world know About the flow and the stories of the places where we from I've been a lot of places, but there's only one We finally home, just got back from the road Another tour's done, letting the world know about the flow and the stories of the places where we from I've been a lot of places but there's only one I call home is the place where I rest my head Where the homies go when they come out of the pen Sometimes I can't wait for the tour to end But sometimes I can't wait for the tour to start It gets hard at home and the road has my heart It's my way to escape, my drug is my art can't explain the feeling when I'm landing in Ontario Staring at the city, looking down from the area Walking out the terminal and see my daughter waiting with my girl That feeling right there is amazing A California native, guess I can't live without it But sometimes I just need to get about it Every time that I'm gone, I think of my mom Being away from my baby makes it hard to be calm But even though sometimes they drive me crazy I'll always come back to the streets that raised me Finally home, just got back from the road Another tour done, letting the world know about the flow and the stories of the places where we from. I've been a lot of places, but there's only one. We finally home, just got back from the road. Another tour's done, letting the world know about the flow and the stories of the places where we from. I've been a lot of places, but there's only one I call home. Like the place I rest my head at. Rappers like I'm 17, where's the bread at? I mean, like I'm 17, getting head at. School functions where I freestyle. Uh, reciprocating love of this arraigning funds and dinner mixtures with sluts I've been a victim to some identity theft situations perpetrating perpetual verses saving the hits for later when I'm facing joints straight to the point I'm like an arrow when I'm back at home trying to find the meaning of this life I'm getting dumb numbing myself with drugs plugging myself with buzz I'm in a world of my own soon to be on my throne you know I just get it like a good joke she took a good toke she don't even smoke watching planet earth I was the man at first then I grew up and kept Getting better, clever with the words, bitches. I'm Kevin Fetter, like. Brought to you by PlatformCollection.com.